0: Welcome to this presentation from the Downey Seventh Day Adventist Church. We are located in the Greater Los Angeles area at 9820 Lakewood Boulevard in Downey, California. We would love to have you worship with us any Saturday you are in our area. Today's message is what's the big deal with Easter? Now here's Bill Alman. A pastor tells the story that happened at his church. And it was Easter weekend. Big crowds were there. Busy weekend. And he's standing at the back after the service, greeting everybody that goes by. And a lady comes up to him. She's kind of coming through, saying hi. And he didn't immediately recognize her. But she said, wow, there was a lot of people here this weekend. That was really great. Yeah? She goes, I wonder if it'll make a difference. And the pastor held on to her hand a little bit longer, and he says, What do you mean, will it make a difference? And she said, Will Easter make a difference, or will tomorrow be just like yesterday? What a profound question. Does Easter make a difference? Or will the day after Easter be just like the day before? Something to think about. Because sometimes we can get maybe a little bit jaded about Easter. Right? You go to the store. What do you see for Easter? Chocolate bunnies. Chocolate eggs, plastic eggs, plastic grass, peeps. I, I mean, you can't even destroy those with a torch and they want me to eat them. And, and and we can get kind of jaded and we think, what does that have to do with Easter? Right? And, and we think, well, maybe that's just crass commercialism, right? Somebody's trying to make a buck. Whatever they can sell me on Easter. Or some people maybe think, you know, that's paganism, and it's come in, and it's mixed up. Or maybe it's a combination of both. I don't know. But we can get kind of jaded about Easter. And we're like, you know, that's such a mess. I'm just... We're Seventh Day Adventist. We're looking for the Advent. Keep my eyes on that. Don't don't care about Easter. Huh? Well, you know, what do we do when we have these things and we what should we do? How should we behave? How should we act? We might be tempted to go look in the Bible. And if you go look in your Bible and hit the concordance up and you look for the word Easter, do you find it? No. So maybe we shouldn't do that. Some people come to that conclusion. But you know, you do a lot of things that aren't in the Bible. Does God tell you to get on Facebook? It doesn't even tell you in the Bible that you should eat healthy. You can't find that in the Bible. Now, we all believe you should eat healthy, because the Bible tells us to take care of our bodies, and from that we derive what we should exercise and eat healthy. So maybe there's principles we need to look at and see what these principles are, and how do these principles apply to our lives? So today we're going to look at a principle in the Bible and see how that applies to our lives. I hope you've got out your sermon notes. We're going to look at some things here. Because the principle we're going to look at today is remembering. And the Bible is full of commands to remember. The Bible tells us to remember all the time. Right? In Moses' last talk to the Israelites, at the kind of the end of Deuteronomy, several of the last chapters in Deuteronomy. And he's kind of passing the torch and his last and final words to the Israelites. It seems like every other verse is remember what God has done for you. Remember how God took you out of Egypt. Remember the um, the plagues. Remember what he did at the Red Sea. Remember how he fed you. Remember, remember, remember. The Psalms are filled with David telling us to remember how God is good. How God will take care of us. How God will protect us. David knew something about that. Right? The Old Testament is full of various prophets with a word from God telling Israel remember me, God says, remember me, return to me, and I'll restore you. Seems like every other book in the Old Testament. This is the story that comes up. And it's full of these commands. But the one I want to look at in particular today is in Joshua. And you know this story. This is as they're just getting ready to cross into the promised land. And the river is running at flood stage. Now, you've seen rivers that run at flood stage, right? What happens when the river's running at flood stage? I mean, everything's going downstream, right? Hey, look, there goes a car, right? Trees, houses, bridges. It's all the rivers running. God says, you know, send the priest out there. If I'm the priest, they've got to be thinking, why me? right? What's going to happen if I step into that water? Right? But they do, they step into the water. Of course, God parts the waters. And I hope there's video replay in heaven because I want to know what happens here. Because like, does that half of the river just flow away? And, you know, it just keeps getting wider and wider and wider as that part goes away. And does this side just keep getting taller and taller and taller? I don't know. But I'm looking forward to video replay because I want to know how that worked. Sorry, the engineer in me. (laughs) Got to know how it worked. So they cross across the Jordan River, and Joshua tells them all to pick up twelve stones. And let's look what it says here in Joshua. And says, Joshua set up at Gilgal the twelve stones they had taken out of the Jordan. And he said to the Israelites, "...in the future when your descendants ask their parents, what do these stones mean?" "'Tell them, Israel crossed the Jordan on dry ground, "'for the Lord your God dried up the Jordan before you "'until you had crossed over. "'The Lord your God did this to the Jordan, "'what He had done to the Red Sea "'when He dried it up before us "'until we had crossed over. "'He did this so that the people of the earth "'might know the hand of the Lord is powerful.'" and so that you might always fear the Lord your God. Now the word fear there is different than the way we use fear. This is respect. Okay, We think of fear as being afraid of the boogeyman. That's, that's not what we're talking about here. Okay, So you might always respect the Lord your God. Now this text doesn't even tell us to remember. It doesn't use that word. But that's what it's telling us. Years in the future, when some little boy says, Daddy, what are those stones for? Let me tell you. And we'll remember what God has done. Okay? Number two. God tells us that He remembers. Okay? He doesn't just tell us to remember. He tells us that He remembers. Um, Ezekiel says, Yet I will remember the covenant I made with you in the days of your youth and I will establish an everlasting covenant with you right God says I will remember I will remember and it's everlasting right you ever get buy something at the store and it's got a lifetime warranty I always wonder whose lifetime is that? Mine? The device? It died. The lifetime's over. <laughs> right? But this is an everlasting covenant. But the one that I really want to talk about again is in Genesis chapter 9. This is after the flood. The ark has hit the mountain. They've rested there for a while. The water has receded. Finally, the grass has grown enough to support the life of the animals. And God opens the door of the ark, and everybody comes tumbling out. And this is the second thing that I want to see on live video replay when we get to heaven. Because you guys know that I used to work on the farm in Wisconsin. In the winter time, you lock the cows into the barn. For two reasons. It protects the cows, because it's cold in Wisconsin in the wintertime. And it protects the barn. The cows are so big, they have such a high body temperature, that they keep the barn warm, and the pipes don't freeze in the barn. So the cows are locked up in the barn all winter. And you have to wait till there's enough grass growing in the fields before you can let them out. Because once you let them out, you don't get them back in the barn for a while. They're pretty happy to get out of the barn. And when you open that gate, they come running out and they're jumping and kicking their heels and mooing. You can Google this on YouTube after church and, and watch the cows. There's those people. Cows coming out of the barn at the winter time, And they bounce around. And I imagine all the animals coming out of the ark and just having a blast. Pfft, there goes the cheetah. Elephants are trumpeting. The dogs are running around yapping. Everybody's just having a good time. They are so happy to be out of the ark. And Noah, in a pretty bold move, builds an altar and kills one of the animals. There's not many animals left on the planet here, so this is a pretty bold move, right? You just decrease the chance of that species surviving by one-seventh, okay? Okay? And this is what God says. God says, you know, He puts the rainbow in the sky. He says, this is the sign of the covenant I am making between me and you with every living creature with you. It's not just for us. As a covenant for all generations to come. I have set my rainbow in the clouds, and it will be a sign of the covenant between me and the earth. And whenever I bring the clouds over the earth, and the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will remember my covenant between me and you, and all living creatures of every kind. Never again will the waters become a flood to destroy all life. When the rainbow appears in the clouds, I will see it and remember the everlasting covenant between God and all living creatures of every kind on the earth. How many times do you think a rainbow appears each day on the planet? I bet at least once a day somewhere on the planet. And God will remember Well, God wasn't going to forget anyway, right? I mean, He's God. But every single day, He remembers. Number three. God tells us to remember. Okay? God specifically tells us to remember. Um, This one is not in your notes or on the screen, but uh, Deuteronomy chapter 6 Verses five through nine says, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength. These commands I give to you today are to be on your hearts. Impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk on the road and when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them to your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your house and on your gates. What is he telling us to do? Remember. Write them down put them on the door frame talk about them remember remember them now remember also made the big 10 right fourth commandment says remember the sabbath day he doesn't tell us to remember anything else remember don't kill anybody remember don't lie remember don't curse But he tells us, remember the Sabbath day. Remember. And then the verse that we read last week has to do with um, Jesus on the Last Supper and Communion, right? The Lord Jesus, on the night he was betrayed, took bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, He took the cup, saying, This is the new covenant in My blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of Me. For whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until He comes. See, not only are we to remember, but we're to do something about it. Did you notice that? All the text talked about not just remembering, but doing something. When you remember what what we did here at the Jordan River, tell somebody in the next generations about it. When you have communion, proclaim the Lord's death. And so we have this, this principle in the Bible of remembering... And not just keeping our mouths shut. I remember that. That's what they tell me at work. I have a top secret clearance. They tell me stuff and say, don't tell anybody. What would you tell me for then? Right? Not supposed to tell anybody. It's a secret. The Bible doesn't say that. Remember and go tell somebody. Go do something about it. Why would God tell us to remember His death and forget Easter? Remember that I died, but don't remember that I rose again. Makes no sense at all. I've had plenty of people that tell me we shouldn't celebrate Easter. It's not in the Bible. Yes, it is. It talks about Jesus' resurrection a lot. We just didn't use that same word guess what else isn't in the Bible? The Bible never tells you you shouldn't have premarital sex. All the young people are going, yay. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't use that modern word, but it says it in other ways. And so if all you do is go and look to the concordance, you're like, well, it's not in there. You've got to look at the principle. God told us to remember. He would not tell us, remember that I died and forget that I lived. Easter is important. Easter matters. Without resurrection morning, we had nothing. It wouldn't matter that Jesus had died if He didn't come back to life. Jesus would just be like all the rest of us. Because everybody dies eventually. Eventually death rate for humans hovers right around 100%. Then a couple, that we think, went to heaven. But other than that, pretty much right at 100%. Jesus would be just like us, but Jesus wasn't just like us. Jesus was God. And when Jesus rose... That's what sealed the deal. Easter matters. It's a big deal. It should be a big deal. The question that matters is, will it make a difference in your life? And will the day after Easter be just like the day before it? Or will there be a difference in your life? Let's pray. Heavenly Father, help us to understand the importance of Easter and what it means, Lord. And I know there's a lot of things that go on. Lord, help us to take what is good from Easter and remember what You've done for us. And not just remember quietly at home by ourselves, but to boldly tell those around us That this day makes a difference. This day matters. Lord, we appreciate what you did for us because we can't pay it back. There's nothing we can do that would make up for it or make a difference. So thank you for what you've done for us, Lord. Jesus' name, amen. We hope you have been blessed by this message from the Downey Seventh-day Adventist Church. You can find more messages at www.downeychurch.org. God bless.